Hey everyone, it's Sean. Hey, this is Ryan. Hello, my name is Evan. What's up, people? This is Chris. I'm your co-host, Rodney, and welcome to the Million Volt League Podcast. Let's get struck! MVL, Million Volt League Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Million Volt League Podcast. My name is Rodney, and I'm here with Matt, Skyler, and Kevin. We're at a top-secret location at WW headquarters, and today we have a special guest with us. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a senior motion designer with WWE. Thank you again for the tour you gave us earlier. I appreciate it. My we, pleasure. We got to see a lot of technological advances in what we're used to, and we got to see a lot about the show, some of which I wish I could talk about. And I did have one question, first thing off. Not sure if this is an interesting one, but what was the craziest thing that happened here since the studio opened? And when exactly, in terms of years, did this place open, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I actually don't know when the building was built and, and when they started. I've been here for about six years, um, so I can speak to that. You know, I've been here for six years, and I know that it was here when I got here. Um, and we've we've restructured a bit some of the rooms. We've we've done some uh, improvements to um, edit. One is where we do a lot of our main edits from for the show, uh, as an example. And we've built that out to be a much bigger and more robust uh, uh, area. Hi, Paul. This is Kevin. How you doing? I wanted to say thank you for the tour. It was so awesome. Um, I'm happy being to do a it. huge wrestling fan, it was so awesome. Okay. My question is, how does it feel for you to work in one of the most amazing, one of the most amazing sports that a lot of people watch nowadays and being able to talk about your job and saying, I work for WE headquarters. I mean, it's pretty exciting because um, knowing that what I do ha- affects people, you know, and, and, and the company that I'm involved with um, affects so many people's lives in a positive way. Knowing that I'm a small piece of that is is pretty exciting. And in in regards, I'm sure a lot of people come through to record different things. I saw there were different sections. There was one for video, one for audio, one for post-production. There must be a lot, but has it ever gotten really busy at one point? Because it seems to be really chill today, probably because it's tour day, but has it gotten heavier than this in terms of... Yeah, I mean, um, our feed days, which are Monday and Tuesday for Raw and SmackDown right now, they can get pretty hectic um, because there's a lot that has to get done for a live show. Um, So those two days generally out of the week are the busiest. Then we'll have our pay-per-view days, which are on Sundays, as you guys know. Um, So those can be pretty busy as well because it's another feed. Um, So there's never really been one like moment or day that stands out to me as overwhelmingly busy. But generally, Mondays and Tuesdays can be much busier. I haven't really, well, me personally, myself, I hope this doesn't come off as a bad thing, but I don't really, I haven't really had the chance to watch wrestling. I, last time I seen the show was around 2007 in my apartment basement in Queens. So I was wondering from since you started, how do you, do you think wrestling has changed much since you've been editing on it or not really? Um, I mean, it's always changing, right? You know, the, the, I think that since I started, it hasn't really changed uh, that much, but I feel like the company as a whole has changed and become a much bigger brand and um, have have kind of spread out what they're doing over more and more kind of, um, you know, we have more vehicles now in which to, to kind of like get our inform- get get the entertainment out there. We have the network. We also have t- TV deals that we're dealing with. So um, in that regards, I think the company's grown quite a bit. Um, for me being here, I feel like our, when I started working here, there was probably 30% less 
people that I work with. So we've kind of, we've gained a lot of, a lot of heads that way. Is what we My next question is when you first were interviewed for, how was the process going into the interview? Like what kind of questions did they ask you and how did you kind of respond to those questions? Um, I think the first interview I went through was kind of more of like, um, kind of like a basic competency level kind of interview. You know, they looked at my reel and they looked at my work and they felt that that work would be complementary to the kind of style that they're doing here. So I went to my first interview, which is kind of just a basic interview to sit down and get to know me and where I'm at, where my goals are and all that stuff. Yeah. And then I then interviewed with my department head, um, which he could then ask me more specific questions about what I do and how I could, how my role can fit in there. And one thing that we do in our department, that's a little bit different is that when we bring somebody in, even if we're going to hire them full time, we don't generally hire them right away. We'll put them on a two week kind of uh, freelancer basis because our working environment is so unique that sometimes we want to give people an opportunity to kind of see if, if they, they feel out the kind of, if they like working here or if they're a good fit for us, fit for us. So I think that's kind of like a really good thing. There's no commitment to it. So if in a week you're not happy and you, you know, you want to move on, that's great. Or, you know, if, if for whatever reason there's, it, it, there's it's not a natural fit for them, there's no commitment on our, our end in terms of, um, you know, the back end of everything. Yeah. My next stuff. question is, would you trade like anything to like quit the show? Like, do you love it that much? Like you wouldn't give it up, you think, in your opinion? Um, well, I like, mm, that's a good question. That's a little question. <laughs> yeah. It works here. <laughs> yeah. I, but I do, I, I, I do work here and I don't work here because I have to, I work here because I like to. So yeah, I mean, to answer your question, yeah, I, I, you know, I wouldn't give it up if, if I didn't have to. Now my next question, what would you give to future children who want to pursue the same things that you do here at the WE headquarters? Um, I think just kind of work on your craft, right? Whether you're an editor, I mean, it can go for any business, but if you're an editor or a motion graphic artist, graphic artist, whatever you do, um, I think if you're passionate about it, that's something that really comes through in your work. And as long as that comes through in your work and you're doing good work on the level that it needs to be for whatever you're applying for, then I think it kind of increases your chances. But so much of it determines whether or not the company needs people at that moment or, I mean, there's so many variables, but as long as that you're, you're, you are kind of, um, the best that you can be at something, then that's going to increase your chances of it. As far as a graphical, graphical design and image editing, um, I, I noticed that there was like a variety of like styles that people use to make the animated clips per se. I'll call it, I'll refer to them as that. And like, does each artist here get to kind of put their own touch on things or is there a specific set of guidelines that have to be followed before it goes outsourced to other places or even on television per se? Right. right. Well, that's kind of a, the balancing act, right? So we have a brand and we have a, you know, we got to keep within our branding, but within that we do get, time we get we get an allotment to play right so for example i'm doing a spot for new day right now and this kind of spot is more fun and upbeat and more fun than the last project i work on which was dealing with a lot of 3d belts and something more moody and dramatic so while we do have a, a a branding that the company likes to uphold within that i think within that sandbox we can play a lot and we can kind of branch out and do things that aren't that aren't necessarily um really like 
that that tied to that specific branding so much, if that makes sense. Um, my next question was, as far as because it's broadcast level, do you feel as if there's times when there's a lot of pressure to get things done on a timely manner or in a quick way? Like, would you say it's a concern in terms of like quality over quantity or quantity over quality or there's always a things always work out in that sense. Yeah. Well, it's, it's that too is a balancing act, right? So sometimes we'll need to, um, get a graphic out within two hours. And so we'll know, all right, well, I have two hours, let's say to build this graphic. So I know, um, I have to be able to manage my time very well. We have a quick turnaround for a lot of projects, especially on Monday and Tuesday. So we have to be able to manage our time and know when something is good enough. And, um, so, you have to know your own limitations and you have to know your own strengths and what you can go to, to de deliver what you need to in the, in the time that you're, you're, you're asked to, to deliver it in. One of my next questions is when, you know, when you have all these major pay-per-views, you know, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and the Royal Rumble, do you feel like it adds more pressure to you because there's a lot of graphics and they have bigger stadiums, bigger crowds. So does it feel like it's more pressure for you for those four pay-per-views in general than the other ones? Yeah, I mean, those pay-per-views want to feel special, so we're gonna we're gonna de we're gonna devout more uh, work and manpower to them, so they can they can have more work. But then we can also assign more people to those tasks. Yeah. So we try not to. Um, one of the things that they do well here is they try not to burn out their employees because we do have a lot of work and we do have a, a quick turnaround for a lot of work. So we're able to spread it out over um, a bunch of people when we need to. My next question is when um, you work for these amazing people, does it make you feel like more comfortable, like getting to work with your coworkers who have the same ideas or designs that you want to do with the whole graphic design? Uh, that's a good question because actually one of the things that we, that is important to us in our work environment is getting along with colleagues, right? We all want to get along with everybody. And I think that the, the hiring here is, it takes a special note to that. We spend a lot of time here and we want to make sure that everybody here gets along. So having like-minded people as well as talented people is very important. Well, in terms of, of you said it required a lot of talented people. Has you ever had an event or maybe some form of way to like for aspiring artists, like an internship or program or some form of like some, not necessarily here, but maybe somewhere else. Well, we, we actually do have artists. an internship program here. Um, we've, we have interns that come in from colleges all the time that will work with us for, you know, however long the internship is for. Um, so we do, we do reach out for, for that stuff. And it's, and it's all not just in motion graphics. We do it in editing and, and graphic design as well. So apart from WWE stuff, I was wondering, do you guys do other shows as well? Or is it specifically just for WWE stuff? Yeah. You, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much just WWE stuff. Sometimes we'll branch out and we may help, um, work with like 2k, you know, when they, when they do our video games. So we may work with them cause they'll use our graphics in their video game, right? If we have a pay-per-view graphics package, they'll use them. So we would have to help deliver them the assets they need in the format they need. And so we'll, we'll work with other, but we don't work with other brands like Sony or a ABC necessarily. My next question is, how would you feel 
um, when you first started, you said that you were very excited to do this. Mm-hmm. So when like to someone who wants to do this and has a habit, but they're afraid like to get in the world, how would you give them that advice to like get out of their comfort zone and be able to like do this for a big company? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, that's kind of specific to each person, but I'll say this when I, I started building graphics and doing video editing and stuff on my own outside of my day job. I used to work at a movie theater and so I just started doing it. And then one day I kind of took a leap and just quit that job and started and just started freelancing. Um, so I think like, I think you just kind of have to do it. I mean, it's kind of just basic advice, but I think it, if you love something enough, you just do it. Good things will happen. If you have a passion for it, you're going to be doing it more than most people and, and you're going to get better at it quickly. I, for me, I got pretty good. Like I, I got up to this, I'm a senior motion designer here and I got up to this level without going to college without, you know, I just have a high school diploma. That's it. And so I just kind of sat down and taught myself as much as I can taught myself, uh, design. I taught myself the software that we use. So that stuff, I was just so passionate about doing it. I loved doing it. I just kept kept doing it. And I think like, I think you just got to do it as for the confidence thing. I think when you, when you start building stuff and you start seeing people, how people react to it, I think that will help build confidence. It did for me when people started asking me for work and started really uh, responding in positive ways to my work. That was a huge confidence builder. My next question is, um, would you like ever, let me freeze that. Um, for someone who is a big fan, how it like how do you think that makes them feel when they walk in and see all this like back behind the stage stuff that they don't see on TV? They just see all the entrances and things. So how, how do you think the kids or the adults feel when they walk in here and are like, wow, look at all this crazy stuff that I never knew happened here? I mean, I guess, I don't know. Uh, um, I feel like they, it's kind of, I think it's a good thing to, to, to kind of lift the veil on wh- what goes on behind the scenes. And, um, so when people come back, come here and they see that, um, that all this stuff gets involved in what we put a show on for, then, um, I think it helps them realize that all the people that work here are from all sorts of different backgrounds and all sorts of different people that work here because there's so many jobs that involve getting, uh, a show like raw SmackDown going. When you first started at Freelance, um, or even up to now, have you ever had any passion projects or personal projects that you worked on on the side for yourself that you plan to work on? Yeah, I do it all the time. Um, I just actually re- released a short that I did a couple months ago. Pretty awesome. I, that uh, I commend you for that. I had that I had a lot of fun doing. So, yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of passion that I loved because I started doing this for free, right? Like I was working a, a, a regular job um, outside of the creative field. I don't mean regular job as in not you know just a job outside of the creative field. I and I was it. I was doing. I was doing the creative stuff for free in my, in my home and teaching myself. So I still do that um, because I just love doing it. So yeah, I do it all the time. So as for someone who um, likes to watch this wrestling, um, does it make you feel proud that people like accept your work and receive it in such a positive way? Do you think that helps you gain confidence in yourself as a person who does all this graphic and behind the scenes, does it give you the boost of confidence? Like, Oh wow, these people really like it. You know, let's keep doing it. So how would you, yeah, I think, I think it's a great confidence builder and it's also a great kind of thing to help you learn what it is that people react to and what it is that people within the branding like. So if we build out a 
package for a pay-per-view and it's responded to very well, then we know like, well, this is the sort of thing people like. So let's, maybe we can kind of help guide a lot of the graphics in, in that direction. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say thank you so much again for having us. Miss Paul, I appreciate the tour and everything. That well, thanks for coming. This no problem. Our pleasure. And thank you for showing us a lot of what goes into the show and how it's made because it really shows that not, a lot of this is not easy and it really does take hard work. You know what I mean? MVL, Million Volt League Podcast.